Please take your Bibles and turn to the book of Acts, Acts chapter 2. We have been in this section for a few weeks, and we know this to be right after God fulfilled His promise and sent the Holy Spirit on Pentecost, once again fulfilling the words that He had promised and the prophecies that had been given We know when the Spirit came, He came in a visible way where we see in Scripture that there was fire, there was a sound of a wind, and there were these tongues that were spoken, audible tongues. And when all of this happened, Peter stood up and he started preaching. At first, as we have seen in the week's past, we saw that he basically explained to the crowd what was Happening, He used the Old Testament prophecies to do this and said, God promised that he would send someone, the Holy Spirit, and this is what has happened. And then in verse 22, we see that he begins his message. And I love the way he begins his message because I, I really think it's probably the best way that anyone could ever begin a message. And he simply said, Men of Israel, listen to these words. And the first word out of his mouth is Jesus. From start to finish, our faith is about our Savior. Jesus of Nazareth. Look there in the text, verse 22. Jesus the Nazarene. A man attested to you by God with miracles and wonders and signs which God performed through him in your midst just as you yourselves know. This man delivered over by the predetermined plan and foreknowledge of God. You nailed to a cross by the hands of godless men and put him to death. As we continue just focusing on our Savior's Death, I want us to just look at two ideas this morning from this passage. Number one, I would suggest the sending of the Messiah, and number two, the suffering of the Messiah. And I want to start in verse 22 because I think it's pretty important for us to understand that this was God's plan all along. Jesus was sent, He came and He did all these wonderful things, but verse 23 says, This man was delivered over by the plan of God. All the realities, Peter says, that that you guys are seeing in real time. He says, the Spirit has come. This was prophesied. Jesus, who you saw, He came. He lived among us. He performed all of these things. This was the very plan of God. When did this plan start? Well, we understand from the scripture, it started actually in eternity past. It was always in the mind of God. God had this glorious timetable and program. We cannot understand it with our finite minds, how all the pieces work together with him creating a perfect creation. And then man choosing, Adam and Eve choosing to go away from God's perfect plan and choosing themselves over God's will. And then God rightly judging and punishing them for that. 
We know in Genesis chapter 3, the scripture tells us, and I will make enemies of you and the woman, the woman and your offspring and her descendant. He, Jesus, shall bruise you on the head and you shall bruise him on the heel. Speaking to the serpent and the curse that was placed upon the evil one in this moment where Adam and Eve chose to listen to the evil one and not follow the will of the Lord. And so the punishment came down not only for Adam and Eve and everyone who would follow, but upon the serpent, Jesus was prophesied there would be one that would come, and he would take care of the head of the serpent. But it does say that the serpent would bruise his heel. And we know that that refers to the crucifixion and what Jesus experienced some 2,000 years ago during this week. But this man, Jesus, he came because God sent him. Very familiar verse to many people, even those who don't fully understand it. John 3, 16, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. This gift from God the Father of his Son was always in his mind. It tells us that this was the predetermined plan of God. And so Jesus' coming during these days was no accident, and it was no accident that he was betrayed in the garden as was sung about. It was no accident that godless men crucified him this Friday as we will celebrate. This was known as Good Friday. This was always part of the plan of God. So Peter stands up to this crowd And he says, Jesus, Jesus the Nazarene, he came. And he came in such a remarkable way. He was attested to you by God. And how did he come? He came with miracles. And he came with wonders. And he came with signs, which God the Father performed through him. Peter uses these three examples to really give him credentials to his messiahship. He says the miracles that he performed, and these were these deeds of great power that were were really viewed as supernatural. And the wonders, the acts that that really produced just amazement because it had never been done before in real time. The signs that he came came and, and displayed and he did, they were credentials and proof that he was the person sent by God. He was the Son of God. Jesus himself claimed these things. In Luke chapter 11, verse 20, he said, I cast out demons by the finger of God. All of these glorious works that we read about in the Gospels before Jesus' death, they were to give him credibility to let the people know that the Messiah had come. Luke chapter 7, and verse 18 through 23 The disciples of John come to Jesus and they say, Are you the expected one? Or should we be looking for someone else? And how does Jesus respond? Well, the text tells us that that he went and he cured people. (laughs) So people are asking him, Are you the Messiah? Are you the sent one? And he says, Watch this. And he cured diseases in those moments. And he relieved afflictions. And he, he sent out evil spirits. His wonders, his works, his miracles, they proved that he was who he said 
he is. After he did these things, the scripture goes on in Luke chapter 7 to say, And he answered them and said, Go and report to John what you have seen and what you have heard. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. So Peter, probably remembering what Jesus said when he was asked about his messiahship, if he was the expected one, stands up to these people in his sermon and says, Jesus He came by the very hand of God. This was the plan. And he proved himself to you because he could do all of these wonderful miracles, all of these wonderful signs. Jesus is the Son of God. He is the Messiah. He was sent from up above. Now the plan isn't a glorious plan that one may think about a king. That's why when the prophet Zechariah said, that, that he will basically, he will, he will not come with a chariot, and he will not have to use horses, and he will not come with a bow. He doesn't have to establish his kingdom. He is the king. And he came because he wanted to speak peace. He came humbly. He came perfectly. But he came with the thought that he would suffer. And we know from the story in the garden that that there was anguish in his heart. This was not an easy thing for him. This was a difficult process to go through, but he was willing to go. Would you go back in the text? Because in verse 23 it says, This man, delivered over by the predetermined plan and foreknowledge of God, you nailed to a cross by the hand of godless men. It's interesting, the dynamic and the mystery that is spoken about here in this text. And it's a mystery that people have been trying to figure out for a very, very long time. And we won't, as as I'm convinced, we won't figure out this mystery. That we have the communication from God that this was his predetermined plan according to his foreknowledge, which doesn't mean that he just looked ahead and saw that it was going to happen. No, there was a plan in it all along. And at the same time, Peter says... You guys are the ones who did this. It was your choice. You Jews who let Jesus be crucified by godless men, the Romans. So God in his sovereignty from eternity past planned this whole thing. And and how it all works out, it is a mystery that these godless men chose to crucify our Lord. And we rest We rest in the fact that our finite minds will not fully understand these things, but we know that he was put to death by evil men. 2 Timothy 2, 9 and 10 said, Who saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and his grace, which was granted to us in Christ Jesus from all eternity. Again, reinforcing the fact that this grace... This freedom that we have, not based on our own merit, not based on anything that we could do to earn salvation, solely on the finished work of Jesus Christ. This was part of the plan from eternity past. But God, in his sovereign hand, used the unbelieving Jews and the Romans 
to execute his plan. And they were fully aware of what they were doing. They were not robots. They were choosing. They were making choices in this moment. And somehow all of this works together that reveals this glorious mystery of God. Turn to Acts chapter 4, if you would, just quickly, 27, 427. It says there, For truly in this city there were gathered together against your holy servant, whom you anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, along with the Gentiles and the peoples of Israel, to do whatever your hand and your purpose predestined to occur. So in speaking, uh, we have this, again, this reaffirmation that, that there was this predetermined plan of God But in that plan, God used Herod, Pontius Pilate, and all of these other people to accomplish his plan. Godless men who crucified our Savior. And Jesus, knowing all of these things, was willing to suffer. And we have in John 19 the the account where it says, So he then handed him over to them to be, uh, him to be crucified. They took Jesus, therefore, and when he went out, bearing his own cross, to the place, the place of the skull, which is called in Hebrew, Golgotha. There they crucified him, and with him two other men, one on either side, and Jesus in between. This was the predetermined plan of God. This was sinful man choosing to murder A sinless man. And God getting glorified through the whole process. So when Jesus was in the middle, you have two criminals on the outside. And Jesus in the middle, the sinless, perfect Son of God, there according to the the glorious plan of God, enduring the greatest suffering and shame. Why did he do this? Well, the scripture tells us he did it to absorb the wrath of God. There had to be a substitute. There had to be a payment for sin. God is holy. In him is light and there is no darkness at all. And because of his holiness, his wrath was rightly stirred at the sin of man. And so there must be a sacrifice, and Jesus was the only perfect sacrifice. And so according to Galatians 3.13, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, for it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on the tree. Jesus, the man in the middle, became a curse for you and for me. There was no way that we could have ever paid for our sins. We, we came into this world separated from God because of our sin. For all have sinned and fallen short of God's glory. Every single person here today, every person watching online, we have a sin problem. And that sin problem separates us from a holy God. And so it required a substitute, and Jesus came willingly to suffer to be our substitute. And when he did, not only did he experience the physical anguish of it all, he experienced the full wrath of God, the weight of sin upon him. He absorbed the wrath of God in his sacrifice. The wrath that we 
you and me brought to our God because of our sin. He also did this to show the glorious love and grace for sinners. Romans 5.8 says that God demonstrates his love toward us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And so, yes, this morning, we all fix up really nice. And and sometimes, uh, because of the sanctifying grace of God, we make some right choices here and there. But at our core, we are sinners. And our only hope is Jesus Christ. And it was only because of God's great love to us that we are anything here today. So you may have been saved for 10 years, 20 years, or 50 years. You still cannot get away from the gospel. We must preach the gospel to ourselves over and over and over. It is only Jesus and Jesus alone that saves. According to this glorious, predetermined plan of God, and according to the sinful choices of man, God accomplished what we could not do for ourselves, and it was motivated by his love. And the third thing, the purpose of this was to make us holy, and I cannot wrap my mind around it. My mind around it. Because I know myself, and I know my sin, and I know my selfishness. And yet, in this one sacrifice, when Jesus said, It is finished. For me, what it did was give me a position in God's family and a position in God's eyes that I am righteous and I didn't do a thing. It was the man in the middle who accomplished everything for me. He did it to make us holy. And there are two, people, two groups of people here today. There are those who personally say, I get it. I was a lost sinner. And at some point in God's glorious grace, he brought the truth into my life. Someone communicated the truth. I read the truth. I found the gospel. And the gospel changed me. And I'm not perfect, but I know it was Jesus and it will always be Jesus. And then there are those who are here today and you have not found him yet. Today is the day. You can, as our text says in Acts chapter 2, in verse 21, in these days, and it shall be, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. That's what the prophet said. When the Spirit came and the gospel was clear, after Jesus accomplished all of these things, it says, whoever called on the name of the Lord, that person can be saved. It doesn't matter how bad you are. It doesn't matter how good you think you are. It's about the finished work of Jesus Christ. So all week... For those of you who are in the first group who know Jesus Christ, let's just say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And those who may not know him today, call on him. Call on the name of the Lord and you you can be saved. I want to finish the, the morning with a video that I hope will be just so encouraging to you as you start this week. It's called The Man in the Middle. It's a wonderful, wonderful video just kind of just clarifying what I've been trying to communicate.
that it's all about Jesus. And after the video, I'm just going to have Brian come up and play quietly, and I just want you to take a few moments to process what you have seen. And as you process what you have seen, I want you just to give great praise to our God, to our Messiah. And for those of you who may not know him and you want to know more, I will be right down front and you can come down and, and, and I will show you how you can know Jesus. But let's take a moment and be encouraged by this. Hey, it's Joe. Just want to talk. Please, son. Call me back. So to go to the old question. question. If you were to die tonight and, and, and you were getting entry into heaven, what would you say? If you answer that, and if I answer it in the first person, we've immediately gone wrong. Because I, because I believed, because I am this. Loved ones, the only proper answer is in the third person. Because he, because he, Think about the thief on the cross. I can't, I, I can't wait to find that fellow one day to ask him, how did that shake out for you? Because you were cussing the guy out with your friend. You've never been in a Bible study. You never got baptized. You, never, you didn't know a thing about church membership. And, and yet, and yet, you made it. You made it. How did you make it? That's what the angel must have said. You know, like, what are you doing here? Well, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Well, because I don't know. Well, you know, where you... Excuse me, let me get my supervisor. Then go get the supervisor ranger. So, wait, just a few questions for you. First of all, are you clear on the doctrine of justification by faith? I said, I've never heard of it in my life. Let's just go to the doctrine of Scripture immediately. This guy's just staring. And eventually, in frustration, he says, on, on what basis are you here? And he said, the man on the middle cross said, I can come. Now, now, that's the, that is the only answer. That is the only answer. And if I don't preach the gospel to myself all day and every day, then I will find myself 
beginning to trust myself, trust my experience, which is part of my fallenness as a man. If I take my eyes off the cross, I can then give only lip service, while at the same time living as if my salvation depends upon me. And as soon as you go there, it will lead you either to abject despair or a horrible kind of arrogance. Hey, it's Joe. I'll leave a message and I'll call you back. Better hurry. The mail will be here any minute. Dear Dad, I don't know why you haven't called or written me, but I'm writing you. Me and Mom said you did some bad things, and now you have to pay for them. But I don't think of you as a bad man or a bad dad. I still love you, and I pray for you every night. I miss you. I forgive you, Dad, and Jesus forgives you, too. Joe, Dad again. I know you're mad at me. I know I haven't been there for you. I chose work and pay over everything. Look, son, I know you're in trouble. I want to be there for you. Will you please just let me help you? Call me back. Son. Dad, where, where are you? I need help. I know. I know. I'm coming. On what basis do you think you should be free? On the basis of the man on the middle cross. Excuse me? I've been forgiven. If you were to die tonight and, and, and you were getting entry into heaven, what would you say? On what basis are you here? The man on the middle cross said, I can come.
God, would you stir up in your people just so much gratitude and love for who you are. It's your kindness that leads us to repentance. You have been so kind to send your son. Jesus, thank you for fulfilling the plan of your father. Thank you for suffering for us. Spirit, thank you that you live inside of us and that you empower us to keep looking to our Messiah, Jesus. So Lord, this week, help us just to give thanks for the glorious power of the cross. In your holy and precious name I pray.